Welcome to the Mercy Community Group Leader Podcast. My name is Corey Sweatman, and I'm your community group's resident. Just as a reminder, community groups exist to become more like Jesus together, and that is what this podcast is all about. So just in way of announcements, April 6th, there's going to be a training on discern, on discerning the gifts. And so you guys can go ahead and put that in your calendars. That's going to be on April 6th. And as far as today's podcast, we are going to be covering the discipleship topic of desire the how to desire the gifts for yourself. And the practical issue is going to be on how to use the guides, which everyone wants to know more about. So we're again, we're going to try to do this in less than 10 minutes. And Pastor Joey, take it away. Yeah, let us know if this is helpful for you. We're doing this not because we just want to do this and get something out, but we really want it to help you as a community group leader. So continue to give us feedback. What's helpful? How can we help you better? We just we want to equip you as best as possible to shepherd a group. Like Corey said, every single episode, we're going to try to handle more of a discipleship issue and then like a practical issue. And this one is desiring the gifts for yourself and then how to use in the guide. What we're talking about here is coming to a place where you're not just leading your group to desire the spiritual gifts, but you as the group leader are longing for them yourself. There is a huge difference between leading your group through the guides or leading your group through this topic because the church is doing it, which isn't bad, but there's a difference between that and then having a real genuine longing for God to do this in your life. So for God to give you more gifts, give you more of his presence to show you more of his glory. And if you're in that place of not really quite desiring it for yourself to begin with, that's okay. Um, But the call right now, what we want to invite you to is to bring that to God and to take steps out of that. I think of the Apostle Paul in Philippians 3. Paul, who had experienced more power from God than any of us could imagine. And he says, not that I've already obtained this or I'm already perfect, but I press on to make it my own because Christ Jesus has made me his own. He said, brothers, I don't consider that I made it my own, but one thing I do, forgetting what lies behind, straining forward to what lies ahead, I press on Mm -hmm. toward the goal for the prize of the outward call of God in Christ Jesus. And I pray that that's you as a community group leader, no matter what you've done in the church up to this point, no matter how much fruit God has borne in your life up to this point, that you say, I'm not okay with where I'm at. I want more. I want more of the gifts that can help me experience Jesus. I want more of the gifts that can help me grow others up into Christ likeness. I want more of the gifts that can bring my whole group from mm-hmm. what is potentially a place of apathy into all of seeing that power of God, just like in Acts 2. I would love to see our group leaders, I see some of you in this place, be like Simeon. His whole life, he wanted to see the power of God in the arrival of the Messiah. And day and night, he was just longing for it. He was not content with anything Mm -hmm. less than seeing Jesus. And at the end of his life, finally, he sees the glory of God. I pray we have hungry leaders who their whole life, they just long for more and more and more of Jesus. So how do you do this? Really quick, a few ways to, to step into this for yourself. First, I'd say create space in your own prayer life for listening to the Holy Spirit, meaning that exercise of creating space in your group, whether it's Sunday night, Monday night, Tuesday night, Wednesday night, it shouldn't be the only time that you're creating space to listen to the Holy Spirit. Practice it on your own and be expectant that even 
maybe particularly in the secret place, just like Jesus promises in Matthew 6, the Father will reward you with his presence. And be expectant. Hebrews eleven six says, without faith, it's impossible to please God for whoever would draw near to God must believe that he exists mm-hmm. and that he rewards those who seek him. So expect. Secondly, ask God directly. If there is a, a particular spiritual gift mm-hmm. that you long for, that is a good desire. Paul says, earnestly desire the spiritual gifts. It's good for us to want the good things from above that God gives us to bless Mm -hmm. the church with. So just ask him for that. And then lastly, I'd say, take bold steps of obedience. Take bold steps of obedience that could make you look foolish. Mm -hmm. I always tell the the guys that I'm discipling is just fall on the side of faith. If you're wondering, "Ah, should I obey God here? Should I take this bold step of faith? Be the kind of person that God looks down and says, yeah, they're crazy enough to obey me in this. They're the kind of person that I can entrust the spiritual gifts to. If you're going to err, err on the side of radically obeying God. And I think if you lead out in that way, that's going to flow into a desire among your whole group. Yeah, that's really good. Um, And I just want to just say again that I'm right there with you guys who are learning to desire the gifts. Um, Like I talked about in my training that I did uh, a couple weeks ago, just that this is new for me too. This is not something I've studied for months and years and have arrived at some conclusion, uh, but I'm right in the middle of it. I need to create space in my prayer life to hear from the Lord. I need to ask God more boldly for the gift of prophecy. I need to be diligent in my time. And yeah, I just want you to know that I'm right there with you, walking alongside you and praying and seeking the Lord with you. So I'm encouraged by our topic right now and what we're going through in groups, but know that it's not just a topic. This is like a life change. This is something I'm excited to see Mm -hmm. God continue to cultivate in me and also in you guys as well. But yeah, moving on to our practical issue, um, we're going to talk about how to use the guides. And so I know each group's a little different in how you Mm -hmm. do your meetings, how long you talk, how often you use the guide. Um, But for those of you who do use the guide, Obviously, number one, read over the guide before you get to your meeting. There's, If you get to your meeting and that's the first time you're looking at it, probably not going to go super well. Um, but as you read over that guide, I really want to encourage you to pray and ask the Holy Spirit to lead your time. Ask the Holy Spirit, what does he have for your group? As you're reading through the scriptures that um, Pastor Joey has written out, like what does my group need to hear and what's going to be challenging or hard for them or what's going to be really encouraging and what should I sit down in really with them and not just move past it really quickly. And again, you don't have to cover everything. You don't have to read every word. You don't have to do it word for word in front of your group. You are the group leader and you are facilitating a discussion. You're not preaching a sermon. So it is okay to feel like there is space and there's room for the Holy Spirit to move during your meetings. Yeah. What's needed here is holding that tension Mm -hmm. of what God is doing in the church at large. That's kind of what the God is representing. What is God doing among all of our community groups? But hold that tension between what God is doing in the church at large and what God is doing in your group Mm -hmm. and in the moment of your gathering. You want to hold both of those things. Okay, our church is walking through desire and the gifts, but also we want to pursue that, but we also want to pursue God right here and right now among the people that are in this living room. And that'll lead you to use the God a little bit differently. It's not a transcript you should see it more of a, of a kind of flexible template, like not a transcript, but something of a flexible template that you can use the parts of that guide that especially are necessary and encouraging for your group. 
Um, and the only, I guess, caution I'd have with that is make sure that you're following a general representation of what that guy, what I mean is if your group is never studying the scriptures or your group is never spending significant time in prayer, that's a good pause Mm -hmm. so that God does lead you into spending some time in scripture, spending some time in prayer. As long as you're doing that, you have so much freedom. Practice discernment here. Sometimes when your group is gathering, a diversion is a rabbit trail. And sometimes a diversion is the Holy Spirit leading your group into something deeper and something better. I would say a good practice here is to let your group fail from time to time. Air, if you're going to air, air on the side of letting them follow the rabbit trail because we don't want to be so controlling that the Holy Spirit can't redirect. What I'm saying here, I guess, and what we're saying together is we're giving you the green light right now to put a red pen to the guys. But even more, we're giving the Spirit the green light to do that. We want to give you as group leading staff. We want to give you group leaders everything you need to lead. But even more than that, we want you to trust that the Holy Spirit will guide you into everything that your group needs. And that is going to lead you to prayer. That's going to lead you into dependence. Something that you might not have as much if you just show up with that piece of paper. Instead, show up with a heart that expects God to move. So that's a little bit on um, desiring the gifts for yourself and how to use the guide. We're under 10 minutes. And so that's all for our episode. We'll see you next time.